And welcome back to an NBA Finals edition of the SOBs, the Senior Old Boys. This is the podcast you've all been waiting for. Uh, we're previewing the NBA Finals, the 2019 NBA Finals. Uh, hard to believe it's been five years since Kawhi Leonard was a MVP of these finals uh, in 2014, and now he's finally back. He won't be the MVP this time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, so certain you are. I'm so certain. Wow. Now, they ain't giving MVPs to the person on a losing team. <laughs> well, okay, I guess we know. Now we can finish. That's the end of the podcast now. Dwayne Price has spoken, so it's over. Um, no, you know, it's going to be an interesting uh, series. I think the two best teams, one the one best team in the East and, and of course, Golden State, which pretty much had a pass in the, in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, and if you think about it, Toronto had a little bit of a pass, too. I mean, they lost the first two games, and then they swept them four, right. four in a row. After right. they, they just had a hiccup. They were still having the hangover from the, the previous series. So, uh, two good teams. Uh, Golden State's going in as the prohibitive favorite. Uh, Dwayne, how, how would you break down this, you know, assuming that Kevin Durant may return at some point, but not probably for the first two games? Well, if, if Durant doesn't play the first game, the Warriors still got three All Stars, and the uh, the Raptors got one. Last time I checked, unless you want to call, count uh, Paul Gasol, which he shows up every now and then. You don't know if he's gonna play today or uh, if he's not. You know, it's like, dude, you got a, a chance to win a ring. You know, show some spirit, show some spark. You know, show up. But you know, the Warriors have won this thing three times out of the last four years. I mean, I, I get it that people want to ramp it up and make it seem like it's going to be an exciting series. And, and I wouldn't mind seeing Toronto win, but they're not going to beat the Warriors. That's just not going to happen, man. It's just not going to happen. Well, I, I think the you and, and billions of other people around the world agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I am hoping for a, uh, an entertaining series. I do think Toronto's good enough to uh, – to steal a game or maybe two, mm-hmm. uh, and that would you know that would kind of keep the interest level up there. Uh, and if Durant doesn't play, uh, I like the way Nick Nurse coaches. I think he'll figure out ways to exploit some things. Uh, and I and I, I you know I'm not going to say Toronto's going to win this series. I, I don't think any sane person would say that. Right, right. But I do think they have a puncher's chance of of, of making it a real competitive series. And and uh, we don't know what happens if Durant's not playing and Boogie Cousins, God forbid that he comes back and messes everything up for the Warriors. <laughs> uh, but but you know they're one other sprained ankle away from being vulnerable. Well, but you know what, Durant could come back and mess everything up. You know, they swept the Blazers in, in the Western Finals without him. They won that game in Houston, the closeout game without Durant. They won the game when he got hurt without him. They undefeated without him, so he could come back and, and mess it up. Cause, Cause you saw a new Dray- a Draymond Green as soon as Durant got hurt. Draymond looked like the Draymond of two or three years ago. I mean, he's pushing the ball up the court. He's rebounding. He's making steals and block shots and all that. He he's not able to do all that because Durant has the ball when Durant is there. So Durant could come back and mess the whole thing up. Well, that brings up the question. Do you foresee any possibility of a uh, Willis-Reed moment, maybe in the first two games? Maybe it's 1-1 or, 
or maybe it goes back to the Bay Area tied, or, or even, who knows, maybe Toronto could win two up there. Uh, and then he comes out. With that, with that, with that calf injury all wrapped up, limping and saying, "I'm here, I'm here to save the day." Here's what I see: <laughs> the next time Kevin Durant puts on an NBA uniform, it's going to be the New York Knicks or the L.A. Lakers. He would never play another game for the Warriors. That's what I see. Really? Yeah. Pretty bold stuff there from Dwayne Price. That's his email if you need it. Is in, <laughs> is in the Dallas News or Dallas DallasMavs dot com. <laughs> uh, I I tend to uh, disagree on that one. I do think he'll play some in this series, and uh, I, you know I would throw the Clippers in there by the way instead of the Lakers uh, as a chance for his landing spot. Mm-hmm. But uh, for now, uh, they don't have him. They're they don't not, need they're him. They're not going to have him in the first game, and they they probably don't need him. They, but Toronto's a better team than Portland. I understand. I understand that. But the Warriors have had nine days rest by the time that game starts, and Toronto had four days rest. I mean, all that. Which, by the way, is too long. Yeah, yeah. They, why didn't they start this thing tonight or you know before Thursday? Well, they weren't. Yeah, they weren't got money. Well, you know <laughs> they weren't going to do that tonight. <laughs> and well, they got a, a preview it and all that because Toronto just got through playing on, on Saturday. So, they, yeah, I understand starting Thursday. But the war, I, see, I see the Warriors going in there and still in game one. Then now they got a home court advantage. And I don't see Toronto winning a game in Oakland. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Dwayne Price. Uh, everybody says, well, this is the first time Toronto's ever been to this uh, this far in the playoffs, first time at first appearance in the NBA Finals ever in franchise history. Mm-hmm. But this is not Kawhi Leonard's first rodeo. Right, uh, he's done it many times, and he's been this. He's been in the in the big spotlight, and he is unafraid of the moment, oh. as we know. Yeah. But who on that team can come with him and say, "I'm gonna"? Is Kyle Lowry good enough to go out there and say, "I can at least make things a little tougher on on uh, Steph Curry," or or is Young Siakam, is he going to be able to go against Draymond Green and, and, and get a push of some sort? I think it's Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry showed me some things in the Eastern Conference Finals that I didn't think he could do. You know, he, I mean, he would dive on the floor for loose balls. He's coming up with key baskets. I think it's him. And Siakam's going to have to show up. You know who else got to show up? Danny Green. Where is he? I mean, you've been to this. You've been there, done this. you got a ring. I mean, what is wrong with you? He's playing like he's a rookie. I mean, the other day it's like, Nick Nurse, take this guy. He's killing you, man. So, Danny Green's got to show up. He didn't – he did not – he was invisible in the, in the conference finals. Right. Could not, could not play. And lest we forget, Toronto may have its secret weapon coming back. OG Ananubi could be coming <laughs> back from – from from his injury, uh, they say he's about a week away. Yeah. So uh, they got that to look forward to. And they also, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, Mark Gasol got to show up. It's like, come on, Mark. You've been to the conference songs before. You know what this is all about. Yeah, I mean, you can't show up every other game, uh, every other half. You got to show up for forty eight minutes. You've been there, done that before. Do something. Act like you got a pulse and play some ball. And the in- interesting thing about this series to me is that it's really. The starters are going to decide this. That there are no bench. There, neither team has much of a bench. Right, to right, me, right. Especially with Durant out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you know, you got Norman Powell and and Ibaka for for uh, uh, Toronto, and Sean Livingston isn't playing much for the for the for the uh, Warriors. And I like uh, Looney though. Lo- Looney is, a, but uh, but he, you know, he's 
Andre Iguodala should be coming off the bench, but he's got to start now. So, uh, you know, you got you got the ever popular Jonas Jerebko, <laughs> uh, and you know that's about it. So, uh, oh, and Andrew Bogut, Bogut, yeah, yeah, of course. We can't forget the former Mavericks <laughs> in this thing. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I I do think it's interesting. I, I'm looking forward to seeing Kawhi Leonard get out there and 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 show what he can do. He's going to be healed up a little bit because he was hurting there at the end of that series. Uh, and we remember five years ago he was the MVP of this thing and put some pretty solid defense on a guy named LeBron James. Yes. And you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Steve Kerr, who I think is one of the most underrated coaches in, in the history of the NBA, devised some kind of defensive scheme to slow down Kawhi Leonard. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, if you stop Leonard, you stop everybody. And we saw what happened in the Western Conference Finals. Did, did Damian Lillard, did, did he play? Did he do anything? <laughs> he didn't do nothing. Because Steve Kerr drew up some plans and said, we're not going to let this guy beat us. And he didn't beat him. He didn't do anything. He looked like a rookie. I, not to say he's going to turn Kawhi Leonard into a rookie, but I don't think Kawhi Leonard's going to go off the way everybody thinks he is against the Warriors. And can they really rely on Fred Van Fleet coming out and shooting five out of six every two or three right. games in a row like he did at the end of that series? He was a big factor down yeah. in those last uh, couple of games against uh, Milwaukee, but uh, we don't know if he's capable of doing that uh, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So uh, what about what about Draymond Green? Do you think this is strictly a matter of him realizing I, I, it's on me now, we don't have Kevin Durant, I got to be the guy that comes in and picks up that slack. Yeah, I, I think he, it's not just him doing that. I mean, you remember the, the next game after uh, Durant got hurt, they played Houston in the conference semifinals, and uh, Steph had three fouls in the first half, three fouls and no points. Then he came out in the second half and scored 33 points. What we're seeing now are the old Warriors before they got Durant. So it's no secret that Draymond could step up and carry the team and run the offense because he's, he's done it before. I mean, this is nothing to him. And, and, and probably part of him want to say, I hope Durant doesn't come back because if he come back, that diminishes the things I'm able to do out there on the court. I almost kind of wish that somebody uh, would go at these guys, go at the Warriors and say, listen, you guys are go- trotting out this tiny lineup with Draymond <laughs> as your center. I'm going to throw Gasol, I'm going to throw Ibaka, and I'm going to throw Siakam out there on the front line, and you guys deal with it, mm-hmm. you know. And But then, you know, you think about that. It might There might be a great rebound advantage or a great uh, 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 defensive advantage at that end of the court, but are they going to miss any shots? That's what I'm saying. You know, you they might not have any rebounds to, to, to get. Right, and who are they going to guard? Right. They, they can't guard these fast guys. Those big guys can't. So. Yeah, it's a tough tough dilemma because yeah, – uh, yeah. Golden State, and then you know what it brings to mind, though, that teams like the Mavericks and uh, uh, Denver and and some of those teams, and maybe even Portland, I think they're doing it the right way because they're all angling for about two years from now when the Warriors get a little older, a mm-hmm. little slower, mm-hmm. a little bit, maybe a few mm-hmm. parts leave. Mm-hmm. You know, that, right, let them have their moment. This is their time, mm-hmm. but uh, we all know the NBA changes. Yeah, well, starting this summer, Durant's gone. <laughs> Well, we uh, all right. Well, then, uh, we, we you want to take some some. Uh, so you say New York and uh, and one of the L.A. teams. One of the L.A. teams. I mean, where is it? Because he still wants to win, but he wants to put his stamp on on his team. Because as long as he with the Warriors, he's like, come on, that's Steph's team. We we know. I mean, first of all, you blew Game Six at home in in the uh, conference finals, and then then you the next year you go and join the Warriors. Come on now. 
You don't do that. Well, I mean, he didn't. First of all, let me disagree here. He had his shot. Oklahoma City was his team. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, if you want to do it there, do it there. I mean, yeah. and, but he didn't want to. He didn't want that on his back. Yeah. So he left. He wanted to be a joiner. Yeah. And that's what he got. Yeah, that's what he got. And now, like you said, he's never. Because some guys don't care about getting credit or whose team it is. Because at the end of the day, it's the owner's team. And not, it's not the team don't belong to any of the players. But some guys do care about that. And if he keeps reading about it and hearing about it and all that, then he say, oh, yeah, you're right. I might need to go get my own team. If he goes to the Knicks, man, they win. He will own Madison Avenue and everything. Just imagine that. New York City, the greatest city in the world, so they say. <laughs> yeah. I'll take San Saba, Texas, uh, you know, <laughs> down, down in the hill country. It'd be my greatest city in the world. I'll but take Austin. Austin. Well, there you go. That's a good one. Speaking of which, let's take a, take a little detour here, Dwayne. Did you do anything fun on uh, Memorial Weekend? Yeah, I didn't get any barbecue, but I, 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 I discovered a new soul food place, which is the same thing. Where, 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 what happened? Where is that? It was in Plano. Uh, the word favorite, that F in favorite, replaced that F with, a, with an S. Savorite Southern Cuisine. And it was good? Off the charts. Really? Off the, took the whole family over there. We had a good time. I said, where you guys been? I said, they've been over there for a year. I say, drive the street from Man, my you're, church. you're the mayor of Plano. Uh, I figured you knew everything was going yeah, on up I there. I know, up the street from my church. I said, I'll be back. I said, y'all open on Sunday? They say, all day. I said, well, I'll be back here next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, I did have some Hill Country barbecue down in uh, beautiful San Saba, and it was uh, – Hey, we had a brisket that you would, I mean, it was gone. It was huge, <laughs> but nobody, it, there wasn't anything left at the end of it. So, uh, uh, and then, you know, some big old slabs of ribs, all sorts of good stuff. And you know, one of my favorite holidays of the year, just mm -hmm. to remember all the, all the uh, servicemen and women that, 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 you know, allow us to do this crazy, right. silly job that we do. Exactly, exactly. And I did, I did, uh, I did go to Spring Creek Barbecue last Thursday. Yeah, since we've been on there, it's good too. Yeah, it's, it's a good very, spot. Very, very, very good. Yeah. Good spot. All right. Well, let's see. We got to we got to look a little bit at, uh, at, at look forward a little bit to the Mavericks here. Do you are you happy with the way things are right now for this franchise and what they got going heading into what should be a more uh, fun 2019-2020 season? It looks better than than it has the last three years. I mean, you you got two. Primetime superstars and, and Luca and, and Parzingas, and uh, if you if you got two, you're in the game, you're in the playoffs, and they can add a third one, which they got the money to do during the offseason. Oh man, you're right there. I mean, you're right there knocking at the door of something special, and and, and I think they're right there at the door knocking at something special. Well, I mean, they got good young, two good young players. That's that's you got to build at some point, and you they have gone through the. The hard times. I mean, these last three years were tough on everybody. Right. Dirk didn't like it. Uh, Rick Carlisle didn't like it. JJ Beret didn't like. It. Nobody liked it. Right. But you know, you ha sometimes you got to go through the through the lean years to get through the, the you know get to appreciate what uh, what lies ahead. And mm -hmm. and I do think watching this team grow now is going to be fun. Uh, Dirk is is no longer there as the safety valve. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's uh, uh, hung it up and 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 God bless him. He's he's earned every bit of his retirement. Right. But uh, to watch Luca and Kristaps Porzingis grow together, it's going to be real interesting to see how they play together, what they do on the court together. I don't know if the pick and roll stays as much of a part of this team as it has been in the past. But uh, you know, you got you got to figure 
they're such good offensive players that Rick's going to figure it out. Yeah, and not just those two young guys. I mean, you got Jalen Brunson, you got Jaron Jackson. Uh, I mean, Dorian Penny Smith. If he if he resigns, I mean, they they got pieces, you know, to make some noise out there in the Western Conference. That the only part of the problem is they're in the Western Conference, so it's going to make it even more difficult. But you know what? I don't mind that because I, I, I harken back to 2011 in the playoffs. Everybody was trying to avoid Portland in the first round. Nobody wanted to play the Trailblazers because they were, they were just a tough out. And I go back, I tell anybody, that was the best thing that happened to the Mavericks was meeting the Blazers in the first round of the playoffs because right after that they beat them in six games. Then they swept the Lakers, who were the two-time defending champions. Then they took care of uh, the Oklahoma City. Then they took care of uh, Miami in the finals. But the Blazers, I mean, you want to play those tough teams. Because you're going to learn something from them. You're going to learn something from those easy teams. What are they going to teach you? You already know you're going to beat them. I mean, it's like beating your little brother. Well, you ain't learned nothing from him. No, play, 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 go beat up somebody that's bigger than you. Uh, the problem with that, Dwayne Price, is I was the little brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I did get beat a lot. Beat <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I was a little brother, too. He, not only did he beat me, he wore my clothes. My, my mama take me out shopping. Next day I know we're going to school. My brother got my clothes. I was like, wait a minute. She bought that for me. What am I going to do? I can't beat him. He's bigger than me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad he was not, wasn't so big that he could still fit into your clothes. <laughs> Back to the finals real quick, Dwayne. I'm, 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 I, something just hit me that I, I think what do we move forward six months from now when, when training camps are, are four months from now or two months from now or whenever it is that training camps will start again. Where do you think the Warriors are heading into the, the next season? As far as uh, player personnel? Well, in ter- just in terms of what their outlook would be. Will they be the heavy, heavy favorites again next year? Assuming you're correct and Kevin Durant moves on. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, for agency, there's a lot of top players out there. we got to see where they're going to land. But having said all that, not knowing who's going to be where, they're going to have to be the favorite. Who else would it be? I mean, uh, I mean, think if you just – it can't be Houston, not with that offense. I mean, they're going to come back again with the same offense – and you're going to lose again to the Warriors once you meet them because it's James Harden dribbling out the clock and then shooting the ball at the last second and all that. they got to do something else in Houston. Um, who else, unless Portland, you know, gets a major acquisition in the offseason, or even Denver. Denver's right there. I, I still think Denver missed a shot, a real good chance. They lost game seven at home to the Blazers in the uh, second round of the playoffs. That might have been their chance, but they were young at that particular time. So now next year they'll be a year older. And then Milwaukee, but the team I like is Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia's got uh, got a lot of reasons to be uh, excited about their future, uh, but they are Philadelphia, and somehow you just know they're going to mess it up. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I like Denver's team. I like they're young. I mean, Jokic is the best big man, best young big man in the league right now. Right. And uh, he's only going to get better. Uh, and and you know, he and Luca are the new poster kids for for, you know, playing like a sport rider, or at least looking like a sport rider. <laughs> you know, they're not svelte. Let's just say that. But, they, but they're but they not, you know, overweight like me either. So It's uh, funny you should say that. Every time I look at you, how did he do that? <laughs> they can barely move. Out there getting triple doubles every game. <laughs> but I like Denver's uh, uh, collection of young talent. I think, uh, you know, they've had to overpay to keep a couple of those guys, Will Barton and so forth. But, but they're good, solid pieces. Uh, and if I was a young free agent, I'd look at that and say, man, you know, I don't know. I don't right off the top of my head know what their cap situation is, 
But uh, I'd look at that and say, man, it's a great – when they're winning, it's mm-hmm. a great crowd to have. Right. You know, when they're losing, we've been in there and say, oh, great, yeah. not Empty. only great seats are available, <laughs> a whole section is available. Now, you're on family reunion in this section. Uh, <laughs> and and I think, not getting away from Philadelphia – of course, Jimmy Butler and uh, Tobias Harris, they're going to be free agents, so they're going to have to uh, – the Sixers going to have to make a decision on uh, if they want to keep them, and plus those players going to have to make a decision if they want to come back and, and play for the Sixers. Yeah, and, um, you know, you look at that Philadelphia organization, they've got a, a, a nice bit of talent, or you know, con- constructed right now. Mm-hmm. But is that really the team that's going to – all of a sudden, I mean, Boston's still going to be – they'll figure some things out. Boston's not going to be dysfunctional forever. They'll get rid of Kyrie. You know, and, and that's pro- it, that, that will help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're, they're, they'll be in line, whoever the, the other top free agent guards, point guards are out there. They'll, you know, if I'm looking at that, I'm saying I get to throw the ball to Tatum and, uh, and, and all those guys, mm-hmm. shoot, heck yeah, I'd go get in on that. Yeah, I like last year's Boston team better than this year's Boston team. Cause I, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get Garden Hayward a pass either. And when we're going to get on Kyrie, you got to get on Garden too because he didn't show up either. And uh, we, we don't know if maybe the second year at back after that injury, maybe he'll be better. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did not look like the same player. Right, right. And, and uh, you know, it's just, I mean, you feel bad for a guy like that. But uh, he was out there playing, and he's, he was out there, so you've got to produce. That's yeah. all there is to it. Yeah, and the other thing about Philadelphia too – it's Ben Simmons got to get a shot. I mean, you you can't just get three three feet away from the basket and say that's your limit, three feet. No, you got to get a mid range jumper. You got to get a three point shot. He hadn't made a three point shot in NBA career, has he? <laughs> no, I don't think he has. Because remember, we came up, we had that topic came up between him and Salah, who's made the most threes, and Salah. Well, well, I you know what, uh, work on it. Because mm-hmm. we, we all saw Jason Kidd. He was a terrible three-point exactly. shooter early in his career. And he, mm-hmm. he worked at it, worked at it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get to be uh, Clay Thompson, but he got to be proficient <laughs> enough to where you had to respect him out there. Yeah. And Ben Simmons, I mean, I, I think it's in his head, to be honest with you. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a – you know, the guy I'm sure is working on it. If he's mm-hmm. not, shame on, the, shame on the Sixers. Right. Free but, throws too, yeah. I got to work on both of them. But, yes. And you, and you know what? Get the Greek freak on the free throw line too. Yeah, exactly. And a mid-range jumper, for that matter, you know, because he's another guy that well, – you know what the problem is? A lot of those guys are just so athletic, so tall, can jump jump so high over everybody that they just say, all I got to do is just go to the basket, and I'm good. I don't need to add these other ingredients to my game. Oh, yeah, you do, because it, these, those guys got film. So if they're saying that's all you're doing, they're going to be sitting right there waiting to charge, 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 charge. See that's that's why we're the SOB the, the senior old boys right there because we can we can tell these uh these young 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 guys these young bucks and, and young Sixers just what it is you know <laughs> come on man you got to get to the free throw line you got to get the mid range game and you got to right. be able to knock down that three or hey we're gonna be on you that's right that's right because a lot of people forget Carl Malone didn't have a jumper when he when he first came into the league. Michael Jordan wasn't exactly a great jump shooter when he came into the league. But you know what? Those guys worked on their game, and now they're two of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it is work. And I do think most of these guys realize that it is work. Uh, You don't just uh, show up on uh, opening day of camp and and jump in there and say, okay, I'm ready for the season. You know the the work that's being done is done being done right now right, right. during the off season. You yeah. know you take your, your month off or your 
your time off and then you come back and you get in the you get in the lab, you get in the gym and work with your coaches and work with whoever your personal trainers are and and, and do especially parts of your game that you know need work. That's the easy part. Mm-hmm. You know, and then maybe adding something that you don't even know about yet. Right, right. And see that that was the thing about Dirk Nabisky, you know, I I was around his his rookie season. And when he first got here, I remember that first game in Seattle. Uh, is he the two points and six rebounds or uh, something like that? And I was like, whoa, Nelly, what you done done? Man, I thought, it was, I thought there was going to be another Sean Bradley because we had a stream of tall white guys that didn't produce. But the greatest thing about Dirk, every year he came back, he added something else to his game. I said, oh, he can do that. Now, oh, he can do that. And next thing you know, this guy, 14-time All-Star off the chart because he worked at his game he took it serious he did he did and and uh it it's these guys you got to hope they get it mm-hmm. you know they just you just hope that, that they get the most out of their ability uh and, and sometimes uh that ability is, is only goes takes you so far and that's all you got but but get the most out of whatever it is mm-hmm. your boy charles barkley said it best he said Derek coleman could have been the best power forward in the history of the nba but he didn't want it bad enough, which means he didn't want to work hard at it. Yeah, he did yeah. enough to get by. Well, that you know that, that, that kind of mentality works fine for sport riders, but it's <laughs> but it's not so great when, when you're trying to be the best athletes, uh, one of the best athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I want to run one more set of numbers by you, Dwayne, before we uh, get out of this uh, this 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 surprisingly great podcast <laughs> that we have going on. Um, you know, you, Kawhi Leonard. In that series against Milwaukee, mm-hmm. 29.8 points, 9.5 rebounds, 4.3 assists, 2.2 steals. Wow. He balled in that series. We did. I think we'll all agree on that. Mm-hmm. And, and Kyle Lowry, the other KL, mm-hmm. 19 points, uh, more than five rebounds, more than five assists. Mm-hmm. That ain't bad for your for your second guy. Not bad at all. And, you know, his, his, his finger was hurting too, so – for him to play through all that pain, I, I had mad respect for him. That's my way of, of segueing into this, that I think Toronto is going to push this at least six games. Oh, I think it's going six, too. But I'm saying they're not going to beat the Warriors four times, so they're not going to win the NBA title. They, I don't think they come well, in. Well, then why are we watching? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Toronto's coming in and saying, yeah, we won two games, so let's, let's throw a parade down Main Street. No, they're they trying to win a series, but the Warriors just bringing too much to the table. They, they're not going to be able to beat them. Yeah, and I, I I have to agree with you as hard as it is for me, Dwayne. But but uh, I agree with you. But I do think it's going to be a good a good battle and an entertaining series and and lots of fun. And we'll see. We don't know what happens. Who knows? Injuries, yeah. technical fouls, Draymond, you know, right. running into the stand. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It, anything can happen. But you it's, know what? That well, I will say that Milwaukee Toronto series was very entertaining. It kept you on the edge of your seat. I mean, because in Game Six. Uh, Milwaukee was up 15 twice, including like with four minutes ago in the third quarter, and, and then they got outscored 26 to three. It's like how how do you get outscored 26 to three in in the, in the conference finals? I mean, call time out, do something, coach. Somebody <laughs> get a tech, you know, slow things down. That that's just that that, that bothers me that you get outscored like that during an important game at that period of the game. Yep, and uh, it's going to be fun, and we're going to uh, we're going to check back in in a week or so after this thing's got a few games under its belt, and we'll just see how Dwayne Price's <laughs> fearless predictions are looking. Oh, oh, it's my fearless prediction. It's your <laughs> fearless prediction. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right, for Dwayne Price, I'm Eddie Sefko. This is the Senior Old Boys. 
Uh, all of you other SOBs out there, let's let's just keep it going, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.